This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Welcome to My Worst Date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. Hi. So um, welcome. Bienvenue. I feel like we have a lot to discuss. So much. Um, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. Hinge doing voice memos. Like there's just, there's too much going on. There's something we haven't talked about. Swift. No, yes. listen. Okay. Let me, I'm setting my drink down. So we're starting down. here. We'll okay. start here. Okay. I am setting my drink down to have this discussion with y'all because look, I like Taylor Swift. I think that her last couple of albums were pretty good. The ones she released in sure. the pandemic, like Evermore and Folklore or whatever. I was never really big on her when she was at her like peak peak. Sure, sure. And I think it was because I was hashtag not like the other girls and like <laughs> right. didn't want to. Like I was yep, just sure. like, ugh, you know, like. No, I Basics get you. Basics like Taylor Swift, right? And yeah. I had that like very toxic mentality sure. about her. But the truth is that woman can write a fucking song. Yeah. Like she is a great lyricist. Like yeah. just is incredible. And she. Really, good for you. Good for good her. Good for you. Like honestly, like I've never, I'm I'm also not team Swifty. I've never been like somebody who's like big. I, but I don't have anything like anti her. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, kudos. You write your own shit. I think that's fucking Great. Totally, I think it's that great. Such and a, I, I think I'm stand behind her re-releasing her shit yes. because of the shit that fucking Scooter did with yeah. her masters. I am like team her 100. percent It's fucked up how the music business works. Yep. And so I, I'm the same as, as you two. I miss the boat. I I never got read. Like I, I've never listened to it, but I did see her on SNL with that 10 minute version Ooh, of All Too honey. Well, and that is a fucking excellent very specific piece of songwriting that's got a like death of a thousand cuts to whomever it's about we know i think that we We all know know. because she sure did not come out and say well it ain't him well and and i feel like she would also we know because not like this isn't definitive but like people have done the timeline oh yeah already so they're like that's who it is and then also also, people got the pictures and receipts. They coming out. Receipts. People are pulling Jake Gyllenhaal's childhood photos. <laughs> and they're like, did you sleep in a twin bed, Jake? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. this looks pretty damning right here. And then also she released a 15-minute short film. Yeah. And the person she cast, who I've seen in other things, but I wouldn't know him right off. I think his name is Logan or something. But yeah, um, Looks like him. It's looks, Jake, and they put they that man Jake in a slouchy beanie. Yeah. And we know. Honey. We fucking know. I know who that okay? is. And let me tell you, I sent you guys a um, TikTok of a woman talking and she's like, I've always liked Jake Gyllenhaal. I've never really been a Taylor Swift fan. But after reading the lyrics to All Too Well, mm-hmm. I will fight that man in the street yep. <laughs> for what he did to Taylor Swift. And I will tell you, it is some of the most like, if you've ever been heartbroken especially it's so specific the lyrics of like being heartbroken at a young age and feeling like you were taken advantage of Mm. she has one line that's like 
you kept me like a secret, but I kept you like an oath. And the, and the line like, that got me Oof. was the one that's like, um, that I keep getting older, but your girlfriend, girlfriend stay, stay my same. age. Because oh my she has God. a line in there where she's like, you told me you broke up with me. Because, like maybe if I was older, it would have worked out. Right. But now like your girlfriends are the same age I was basically like mm-hmm. they're in their twenties. Yeah. Call them that shit. Oh, it's like, it it's, is some of the most like supremely like, Oh, and have we have we all like all dated the older man when we were younger? Yeah, have we all gone through that that heartbreak? And so that's that's really when I listened to the song because everyone's going like ape shit about it. I'm like, you know what? Like, I respect musicians and stuff. I don't know why I'd never really listened to Taylor Swift. I'm like, I'm going to give Red a listen, like her her version. Mm -hmm. I want to. I want to listen to it. I want to go through it. And I I started with that SNL clip, and I was like holy shit it's mm. really good it is it's, it's really good like some of the the lines in it like are so like hit me so well right where I'm just like she does have a real gift for absolutely for lyrics like it's because no one's saying like she is the best vocalist in the no. whole world no. or the best guitar player in the whole world but like you call me up again just to break me like a promise is yeah. so like, oh, oh, Jesus. It like makes you feel so like what you felt when you were like yeah. 19. It, yeah. takes, and, it takes you to a place. Yeah. And beyond like their age difference, which is a huge thing in this, you know, because yeah. of course they're like you're what, with 10, someone is 11 years or something. Yeah. Right? 10 yeah. or 11 years, which is fine. Uh, sure. Like, you know, my Later. Anthony is 11 years older than me. You know, it's I. It's fine, but you have to know as the older person in that relationship right. going in that it, it feels so much like he had no intention on like but making he it had real. To have thought he was beyond. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know he is. He is it like is out of left fucking field like, for Jake. He's Jones. like, God fuck damn. again. <laughs> Went through this before. We're re-releasing. This well, and song. he didn't even get that much smoke last time because this is her ten-minute version. So she's like, all the shit I wanted to say and couldn't say before. Well, surprise, motherfucker! Here we <laughs> yeah. go. Like, and oh, just imagine you broke up with someone a decade ago. Yeah. Like, how, how, do, you, how do you feel if you're Jake Gyllenhaal's current girlfriend? You get Wait, you GTFO. You get yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, you're out. She's 25. Who, you get who, the fuck out. Who is he dating now? She's like a model. I looked her. I looked her up. I was like Damn. Jake Gyllenhaal girlfriend. Everybody know? did. Everybody's uh, like, oh shit. And I don't yeah. know who she is, but she's like a model or something, and she's 25. Oh, tricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. again, I'm not. And what, he's like it. what 41 now? 41 ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> you're like gonna explode oh man I, but i the internet is mm. coming for this man's throat yeah in a yes. way that i have i have not seen the internet band together like this in like a minute dion fucking warwick got oh, yeah. the action dion warwick yes. tweeted, queen of twitter oh just incredible she tweeted and told jake gyllenhaal to give taylor her scarf back <laughs> and she was like she was like you don't even have to pay for postage. Just put it in the box and I'll pay for Everybody it, Jake. <laughs> well, think about all the stuff, though, that's happened over the the past couple of years where I do think the narrative has changed where, like, people are, I don't want to say tired of the, like, older man, young, barely adult female yeah. or whatever because, like, Crystalia got busted 
Honey, for it. But busted like, for like, that was like underage. Yeah, that was underage. But still, yeah. I, mean, I, I do think though, I have started the, seeing people have a lot more critical conversation around even Leonardo DiCaprio and taking yes. a, a critical eye at like, it is at, just because it's legal doesn't mean it's normal to break up with your girlfriends after they turn 26. Like age out. Yeah, no, <laughs> yes. because people have made actual charts where they're like, you have never had a girlfriend. You are in your mid to late 40s. Yeah. And you have never had a girlfriend over the age of 25. That's a red it's flag legal, to but me. But yes. it's fucking weird. It's weird because yeah. it's like, yeah. why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. You know, what Oof. does that mean about like who you're going it's after? It's an arrested development, I think. You know what I mean? Like these guys, well, and especially like you look at Leo. Leo was famous, got famous when he was like a kid. Yeah. You know, so he was like a, you know, teenager, like I think that there is, there's like an arrested development. Like he probably never really had to age out of himself. Like yeah. he never really probably aged himself past 25. He's never probably had to do shit for himself since he was a child. So, I mean, yeah. And listen, I'm, I'm like not a huge, like sex in the city fan or proponent or whatever. I think in its time it was revolutionary, sure. but I mean, I am actually kind of glad that they are bringing it back for to have women on screen that are in their 50s having conversations about sex and relationships yes. when usually like what what other representation do we have like Golden Girls? You know yeah, what I mean? I, yeah, <laughs> Just like, on. you know, yeah. to to normalize seeing women who are in their 50s or their 40s on screen or whatever talking about Things that still matter to them, like yeah. sex, like love, like relationships, that sort of thing, I, I think is really important because the narrative has always been like, once you get into your 30s, you're like fucking nobody. Right. You're invisible. You don't matter. Like, especially once you get past childbearing age, like, <laughs> right. please just quietly go in the corner <laughs> and like, you know, lure yeah. kids with your gingerbread house. So happily, yes. that sounds like the female actually urge, does sound that is like a, a gold situation. I get to live alone in the woods with like some cat. Cottage core. Incredible. <laughs> I get Amazing. to have a fucking practical magic middle age. Uh, totally. I love it. You yeah. I think that I think too, like Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker has recently been dealing with a lot of kickback and she's like, would you expect me to just like fucking stop acting because I got old like hi like I still exist I'm still alive well, yeah would you think I would stop aging too yeah, like, she allowed herself <laughs> to age naturally as well yeah. which like I look man I have nothing wrong with like yeah. Botox or fillers or anything else do I you. mean you do you whatever entirely. makes you feel good however she clearly didn't want to and like men in Hollywood don't necessarily have to do all no. of that stuff to continue to work and I'm sorry she's still Fucking yes, totally bangable. Oh man, and so she hot. just did a whole thing for Vogue. Oh, and she's gorgeous. She looks I amazing, and she looks like she's still got so much like vibrancy, right? Yeah. Like, and I think that that's incredible. And so, like, that's kind of the thing where it's just like I have clearly, like, again, Anthony's eleven years older than me. Like, it's not like I am straight across the board. Like, it's weird if you date someone who's younger than you. Like, that's not at all what I'm saying. But I do think seeking out women specifically. specifically because they are a certain age is weird and it is a red flag because yeah. what why like what does that say it either says something about you about like not being able to accept 
the fact that like this, the, the other half of your species ages in the same way you age or, and this is worse, you're going after women who you feel like aren't experienced enough to recognize your bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that you can control, that you can control. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, right. Mm-hmm. And so aren't going to, aren't going to question you. And that's not me shading women in their twenties or young women. At no, all. Like, we admitted at the very beginning that we were all those young women. Yeah. It is readily available for us. I yeah. have had a couple relationships with guys that were much older than me when I was, you know, 17, 18, 19 years old, yeah. you know, and it was a decade 15 years older than me. Yeah. You know, and me thinking, oh, I'm so mature. I'm so mature. Right. They're paying attention to me or whatever and not recognizing now looking back. I'm like, yeah. oh God. They're paying attention yeah. to you because they perceive you as not being as mature. That's right. why. <laughs> For sure. Honestly. I think, that, and you wonder too, like do, how much do they really recognize that in themselves or, or, or is there any, are they aware? Are they aware at all? Yeah. Is it just right? normal is behavior? Like, or they just like, I, I only date younger girls because they're not as stuck in their ways. Right. Right. Because that's that's the thing that you hear. But that's the thing that you hear. Right. Like, oh, once people are like, they, they get past a certain age, you're like stuck in your ways. And like, that's gross. Well, okay. It is. But hear me out. People say things like this because like everybody, like, especially if you've been single for a really long time. Oh, I'm stuck in my ways. I'm stuck in the ways that I do things. I don't want somebody who has, they're stuck in their own ways so I'm going to date somebody younger. It's 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 it is gross, right? Like it yeah, is because, like a a gross thing to, to me, think about as far as like the manipulation factor yes, of it. To me, it but, feels like I want someone who I can raise in the way I want a sure. partner to be. Of course, right. and like that to me, that means you're not willing to compromise. It means you're stuck in your way. That's right. You're mm-hmm. not willing to compromise. Yeah. In, in the way that you need to compromise in a relationship yeah. to be a healthy partner, like, and yeah. that is so. Like, listen, everyone listening, that is a red flag. It doesn't matter, like, your, not, your gender. Yeah. No, Absolutely. I'm not saying that it wasn't a red flag. I'm totally. just saying, I hear, I can see how people justify this for themselves. That's the thing that people, they mentally go through to justify the reasons in which that they date maybe a younger person. Mm. Yeah, it's not good. I'm not yeah, saying well, it's I think so we're red flag. Them the the benefit of the doubt. I think a lot of yeah, people that's a just you problem. Think if you justify like it that way, that's a problem with you. Year olds are hot and like yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yes. I and I think that yeah, that's a societal issue. Yeah, on where a I'm just like, scale. dude, I I think, and I've said on this podcast, this is honestly a like. I want to someday have lunch that turns into dinner that turns into late night drinks with Jillian Anderson. Oh yeah. And yeah. et cetera. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, she, she is hotter to me now. Oh yeah. In her fifties. Oh yeah. And, she, and I'm like, and I do think that it is improving representation of women who are beyond childbearing age and seeing them as beautiful, as sexual, that sort of thing is, is improving. It's better than it was yeah. 10 years ago. And it's way better than it was 20 years ago. So I'm hoping that we move in that direction. But yeah, yeah, Gyllenhaal's just got to be shitting his, his pants. His publicist is just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. They're like, Jake, you can't go out in a beanie or a scarf all fall or, no. all fall or winter. No. You know what I mean? You might just go to an island maybe, someplace real, real warm. Because look, the, the, gir- <laughs> the girlies have... 
We've got new re-release of, of Taylor Swift. We've yep. got new Adele. And uh, Casey Musgrave's divorce album came yep. out. And we are not well. It is sad girl fallout here. Yeah, uh, it is. Amen. The girls will come for your ass, Jake. We're you not having it. <laughs> We're not having it. <laughs> no. We've got oh, things no. to say. We've spent two years <laughs> pent up. Oh, no. And we've had time We're to pissed. reflect on our own experiences. And we're like, you know what? You, you know what? what? I am going to type that email. I am going <laughs> to make that social media post. Yeah. Hey Amen. I, I told you guys when you guys came <laughs> over, I have not had Facebook in months. In months, bitch. And did I re-download my Facebook just to take somebody to school today? Yeah. I fucking did. Yeah, you did. Because I, I was just like, you know what? It's I, I Look, I have had it. <laughs> I'm like not doing well. So I fucking... <laughs> Took them to church and then I deactivated my yeah. Facebook again. Speak your truth. That's man. where we're at. That's where we're at. Okay. It's 2021 we're holidays. We're yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we're not struggling as bad as the people that are on hinge right now Girl, dealing segue. with that new. Did you buy audio. that segue? Gorgeous. I did. I did. I use that segue to traverse <laughs> here in LA. And I'm telling you, I cannot cringe harder at those audio prompts what? they are you know what Ooh. whoever came up with that idea at like the hinge table mm-hmm. like in that whoever was like in that brainstorming session Dude. chaotic evil chaotic yeah. evil <laughs> yes. like they straight up they were like uh-huh. you know what Let's throw that in there see what that's happens. not a good look yeah. now i've i've seen all the tiktoks with the guys answering the props it's not a good look for anybody, anybody. no anybody so i don't want to just like throw the dudes under the bus or anything like that i wouldn't want to do this no. either because i think anything that you say <laughs> even if you're trying to keep it light or whatever it's just not gonna land the way you think it no. will you're having it's a not. one-sided conversation so what we're talking about if you don't know on hinge you know there were a lot of prompts to answer questions and now you can, instead of just like typing out your answer, <laughs> you can leave a voice memo of your answer. And it I have yet to see one that is good. Oh, no. it's Ooh. granted. It's the ones I've seen are compilations and I'm sure they're picking bad ones. But wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, truly horrifying it's really bad you try to land a joke like i've seen it like a couple of of ones where like you know they've tried to land a joke within it's like how do you pronounce your name and the guy's like daddy or whatever (gasps) and it's just like and it's like no no, it's your jokes are not gonna land it's like what a 15 second clip that you get to answer whatever bullshit (laughs) prompts are on hinge and it's like you don't know your audience who you're speaking to. And it's like, you're it's everything about it is so cringe. I'm like, how is anyone getting dates? No, I mean, <laughs> there was that one I played for literally no one matches anymore. No, like, no, it's like, no. no, they're like, Oh, and me, I mean, I guess, you know, right off if you can't stand the sound of someone's voice though, I guess. but yeah. uh, I played that one for you both before we started where he sounded, it was so robotic. Yeah. He He's about, like, I have a very regimented schedule. You're like, I can tell. And you're like, oh yeah, you do. And it also sounded like, but I can he, also be spontaneous. <laughs> like, wait, what, <laughs> sir? Cause it sounded like he was reading. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like he wrote this out beforehand, which <laughs> is so upsetting. Yeah. Like that you like wrote out your response and then you're reading it. And so he had to put like an inflection where he yeah. thinks like human beings would, do this that, is you know? where human beings would inflect. 
Yeah, it's 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 not good. I I hope that they don't roll that over to Tinder and Bumble as well or some of the other <laughs> I do not think dating they will. apps. I, don't I think, think it's they're go looking well. at what's happening with Hinge right now and they're like, "You know what? No. Yeah, this is fine. We don't need that." Because that's that's the thing. I when when I used to swipey swipe, um you do kind of like read things in your own voice sure. or in the voice you imagine them having. And sometimes, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't and you get disappointed. But I, I think it gives more people a chance of matching than mm-hmm. on the hinge thing where you like, you're like, Oh yeah, no, no, no absolutely no, not. No. Absolutely not. And absolutely voice recording. I mean, you know how I can, ba- I can't, I can barely listen to myself. I'm like, why is my voice sound that way? And then I'm just like to do that on a dating app. <laughs> It no. just is so. Does anyone like the sound of their own voice? No. Does anyone like? Why would I want to expose you to that right away? Like, no. It's... This is why we don't call each other. This is why we don't leave voicemails. No. There is a reason. Yeah, yeah. And entirely. At that point, it's just like here's a link to the podcast. Like, thoughts ah, right. you know, I... you get everything you need to know yeah, right you, there. You know I mean, if you can handle more. it or not, right? Like, is what it is. <laughs> Ooh. Well. Who should we fuck, Mary kill this week? I know we talked last week about um, people that shouldn't be hot, but that are, because mm-hmm. I use the example of Al Swearingen mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Deadwood, Ian so McShane. This would be like, are, are we talking about characters that shouldn't be hot that are hot, or are we talking about like celebrities that shouldn't be hot? We're, hot? we're talking about celebrities that shouldn't be hot that play a character that, that you're like, oh, God. Yeah. Like okay. Ian McShane, objectively not like no. hot or Correct. whatever. Sure. But then he's playing a, this character for whatever reason. You're like, oh, hello. And that character should not be hot either. No. Uh, yeah. No. no. Oh, no. no. Uh, I, I, I take issue with myself. Yeah, for I had a I had. long look in the mirror. Kind yeah. of feel like one. I should have watched Sons of Anarchy for this one. Like I feel like oh, there's probably oh, that's, yeah. I feel like there's probably a good example. Who's of that this guy? In there. Hellboy. That guy. Oh, Ron, Perlman. Ron Perlman. Ron yeah. Perlman is, is in Sons of Anarchy, and it is upsetting. But you yeah. are like, yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. You know, for me, um, I just started watching <laughs> The Sopranos. <laughs> Phil Dunphy came to mind. Oh, oh so no. ridiculous. <laughs> and just completely the opposite. Oh no. So wholesome. No. So wholesome. But okay. Uh, Sopranos. Listen, never had seen Sopranos before. And I'd heard people talk, right? Like I think there was an episode of Daily Zeitgeist where someone was talking about how they had a sex dream oh. about, about Tony Soprano. Oh. I was like, what like yeah. why like why would you ever you but know now I mean? that you're watching it now listen I wouldn't go so far as to say that I would have a sex dream about Tony Soprano because listen I am watching it and like objectively to me I'm like I don't get this but there is something like weirdly yeah attractive about that character yeah. I it speaks to how great James Gandolfini oh, is. he yeah. was really great because you shouldn't like he makes that that protagonist like it's an anti-hero situation right it's just like you shouldn't be rooting for him but he has like a soft spot and he's going to therapy you right. know come like, on. Yeah. come on give, him a, give the guy a break you know so um that would have to be mine okay i think and 
I, I'm not happy about this. Okay. Okay. Do you know who you're going to do? I think I'm going to do one based off of just solely the idea that I came up with earlier because I haven't seen the show. I've like watched like one episode, but Steve Buscemi from Boardwalk Empire. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. some, it's just the, uh, the power thing, right? Yeah. A little bit. But he's, yeah. he's also, he's not as like rough. Yeah, as Tony Soprano is, yes. he's definitely or Swearingen. Like, this is a this is a very we're on a scale of roughness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's definitely like a fucking criminal, an antihero yeah. or whatever. And he's also Steve Buscemi, so he's got a lot of things working against you <laughs> yeah. oh, in this character. I love, I love Steve Buscemi. I love. Steve is he conventionally no. attractive? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> no, no, not even a little. No, Angel. Um, Angel. <laughs> I, so, Dolphins. are you going with Swearingen? Is that what you're picking, or you have someone else? Um, no, because the, I I want to give something that that I think um, that casts. Well, I, was say, I don't have a clue oh, okay, okay, who okay. that is. You're yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm gonna go off the rails here. Okay, I like it. <laughs> I feel already. like we're already like off the rails, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it Phil Dumpy? No, <laughs> I am going to say Tilda Swinton. Okay. Tilda Swinton in, in is, what or just in, in general? Uh, I'm going to do Doctor Strange because okay. there was something about her as okay. a bald Celtic magician that okay. I don't know why. <laughs> wow, did something for me, and I was like, oh. she's like really hot in this. Movie. Okay, here's the thing about I, really I, I love it. I love an ethereal ass bitch, I, and I feel yeah, like I Tilda Swinton and like Kate Blanchett, like those like. Very like ethereal, high cheekboned, like perfect complexion, mm-hmm. like people are like it's I like, love it. It's like David Bowie She's and Tilda Swinton, not of this earth. Yes, exactly. Know? Like they look like beautiful beings, aliens, right? Yeah. Like yeah, just she, and I picture that there's just no body hair on that like, oh, anywhere no. on their body. Absolutely you know what not. I mean? They're just like slick. Yeah, um, slick. <laughs> but full disclosure, I haven't seen Doctor Strange. I've seen her in it. Like, right, the pictures of her. <laughs> You're not selling me on like yeah. magician. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm like, she is like thousands of years old. Okay. She's all these fucking crazy powers. And there's just something about like her deep knowledge and confidence and that. stuff. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I'm just like, she's just like tiny and powerful. And I just, I think that it's really mm-hmm. attractive. Okay. I don't know. And also, right. you know, I have the thing for... For bald, <laughs> you do. You really do. <laughs> you really do. It's a thing. It is true. Uh, you you also, have a track record now. You love somebody that could take you to an otherworldly plane. Oh, like you, I do. You have a thing for that, for mm-hmm. real. And listen, I'm not one of those people that's like, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual or whatever. But, um, but <laughs> don't you have that wooden sign in your house that says that? <laughs> it just says that. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. But. It has that voice. <laughs> exactly. That's the font. What if it was one of those like bass fish <laughs> that like flips up and says that? Oh my God. Oh my God. But I know I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> but it is very much that there, there's a lot in this universe I don't understand. And it's like she, her character in that is like controlling a lot of aspects about the unit. I'm like, I feel like I can learn some shit. I can shit. get on board. I can okay. get on board. And I'm like, that was the first time, listen, I'm seeing Tilda Swinton in a lot of things. And I'm always like, oh, she's great. She's a great actress. But in this movie, I have to be honest, that I was like, oh, hello. Oh my it's God. The it's the ball. It's the ball. Truly. 
Dude, am I still laughing about the a bass fish? <laughs> you know what? I bet we could bri- I bet we could buy one and like break it, jailbreak it to oh, say totally. what we wanted. <laughs> oh, totally. I would absolutely hang that on my wall. That's hilarious. I'm not religious. <laughs> I'm spiritual. It's motion activated. Anytime someone walks by it. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> Okay, so, this okay, is all right. quite this is the wacky. random one. Right. This is wacky. Real wacky. So we got <laughs> Tilda Swinton, Doctor Strange, with Steve Buscemi in Boardwalk Empire, and James <sighs> Gandolfini I know in what the I'm gonna Sopranos. Do. Tony Soprano. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. All right. I am going to marry Buscemi. I'm going to fuck Swinton, and I am going to kill Gandolfini. Okay. Okay. I understand. Yeah. I just... Here it is. Okay, so... Buscemi, I just like he's just the a right amount of criminal I'm willing to put up with, right? Like, just, a, just I don't know. You haven't seen Boardwalk Empire. It's true. Now I haven't seen enough of Boardwalk Empire to to really. I mean, um, hmm. oh shit. Well, okay, it's been a while. I did watch yeah. all of Boardwalk Empire. Same. I watched it start to finish, but I'm having trouble remembering exactly because, like, I am watching Sopranos right now, so I'm very. It's fresh in my mind to the crimes yeah. of Tony Soprano. And I'm only on season one, so I'm sure yeah. that shit goes off the fucking rails. I feel like from it's what very, I remember, the rails to me. Steve Buscemi murders less people right. than Tony Soprano but does But he does overall. murder people because but I do remember him murdering people. Although yes. I feel like he is less, his murdering is more of a like shoot him situation. Whereas yeah. I just watched Tony Soprano strangle someone. Yes. So and that's he, true. He's also a little bit less philandering overall than mm. Tony Soprano. Buscemi? He, well, okay. So Buscemi has like one consistent mistress. Correct. Through the entire thing. He's married. And, and that, has like, and you're that, like, that I, respect I can respect. That. <laughs> I, just one singular. No. You'll, you'll appreciate it later when I tell you my story. <laughs> just one? I mean. Just the one. Yeah. Um, well, in the first season of Sopranos, he only has the one so far. So I'm sure there will be a Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, check in later. <laughs> I I am going to. Um, mm, mm. Okay. I'm going to. <laughs> I've not seen Doctor Strange. I'm going to marry Tilda Swinton. I don't know. Like, yeah. Maybe it, there's something about just like maybe yeah. she can make me just like a, a mountain witch and oh. like we can just hang out. I feel like you she were could. just talking about like cottage core yeah. shit and I'm like, it is so happening with you yeah. until this <laughs> one. Yeah, I feel like we're going to have like just a lovely little life. Um, you know, she's going to teach Dude, me a lot of magic. And sex when you know magic and oh shit. Insane. Wait, have you guys seen The Magicians yet? I know I've told you guys about I it. I started it, but I haven't times. finished. I, I mean, I started season one. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm oh, there you are must. a million things where I'm like, I'm be levitating and shit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I can get on board with. That. I actually don't think you'll touch drain sex, but it'll be great. It oh, will God. be amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fantastic. and you're you're really like, ah. beautiful. I love it. Okay, so I I'm, guess that's how you come. I don't know. <laughs> 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 what is that? Mm, okay, here's here's my take on this. Buscemi in Boardwalk Empire is. Colder, like Tony Soprano has a warmth okay. to him. Yeah, he's very closed off. Right. Yeah. I see like that. he, but like, I like that. Buscemi in in <laughs> he he doesn't have a lot of feelings. I like that. Whereas like Tony Soprano is fighting against his. I like, don't like that. I personality. No, wise, and I think that's that makes that's fair. Well, but here's the thing. Here's what I'm gonna do. All okay. right. Okay. I'm actually gonna fuck. I'm gonna fuck Buscemi, and I'm gonna. 
I'm going to kill Tony Soprano. But if I had to pick, if it was just between those two to marry, mm. I would much rather be married to Tony Soprano, even Got though, it. like, he listen. He's in therapy. He's in therapy. He has a conscience. Whereas, like, Steve Buscemi might, in Boardwalk Empire, might straight up be a psychopath. Like, he doesn't show remorse at all that I can remember. Well, I cannot wait until you finish Sopranos because even though Tony Soprano is in therapy, he's still most definitely a psychopath. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, Tony. Yeah. Uh, but Therapy I, doesn't cure everybody. But my, my problem <laughs> the is... willingness to go is like, uh, it's a I good I appreciate sign. that, I you know. But... He seems like a pretty good dad so far. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the issue would be you cannot just like decide to leave Tony Soprano. Yeah. Like I don't no. think you can no. decide to leave no. either one of them, but no. I feel like Tony Soprano is going to become more attached to you. Yeah, you um, don't get to leave that. That's, if, I if think that's why. If he doesn't want you to leave, you're not going to leave. Whereas yeah. like with with Steve Buscemi, I don't think he's going to care. Yeah. So it's no, kind of like, I feel like you could have a one night stand and yeah. it would be like, all right. Yeah. You know, whereas like exactly if, right. if, if Tony Soprano decides he's in love with you, you're fucked. It's an issue. Yeah. You know, so I think that I'm going to do that. I agree. Good (laughs) good call. Okay. I am going to marry Tilda Swinton because I want to see all of the universes. Mm -hmm. I want all of the knowledge. Mm -hmm. I want, I want to learn how to do the geometric things. I want to just rub that bald head. Mm -hmm. Um, Just motorboat. Motor. (laughs) Motor. (laughs) Son of a bitch. So yes. So now it comes down to fucking or killing for Tony Soprano and Steve Buscemi. And I got to say, I did watch all of Sopranos, not once, but twice. Okay. And so there are so you know. sex scenes. Oh. oh. So I feel like I know how Tony Soprano fucks. <laughs> okay, great. And. Good or bad? Not a, not a fan. Not a fan, sweaty. Not, not a fan. Sweaty and hairy. It's very jackhammer. Oh. Yeah. It's an angry. It's a very, it's, it's very aggro. And yeah. so I, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Steve Buscemi. Okay, I yeah. really am. I don't think. Um, I don't think it's gonna be great. Honestly, no. between either of it's them, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be. I, and I really feel like God. Oh, you know what? Well, we should look up his name because I feel bad calling him Steve Buscemi. But but yeah, <laughs> um, that it's character. It's Nikki something, isn't Some... it? Nucky. Nucky. Nucky, Nucky Thompson. Because it's Enoch. Yes, Nucky. Nucky, Nucky. Nucky Thompson. Okay. I feel like Nucky is going to be thinking about his like operation the whole time. Oh, like yeah. when you guys are together in bed, like he's he's not really thinking about you or even what he's doing. Like he's just thinking about like I, you know, I've got some deals I need to make after this. Listen, sex during that time period where it takes place because this is prohibition, so it's the twenties. Not made for female pleasure, no. nor like no. even considered for the most part. No. <laughs> it seems like. So I just have a feeling it's just like when they like just in and out and and done. And so then I get to go be a flapper somewhere else. And it's (laughs) like, it'll be, it'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, jazz time. You're in Charleston, your way right out of there. I know. I'm going to actually paint my knees. And I feel like, I feel like, I feel like it's very loungy, right? Like I feel like Mm -hmm. it's sitting around in a silk negligee. Yeah. With a cigarette and a long like yeah. holder. holder, right? Mm-hmm. You got like one titty out because I feel yes, like they always do. Of course did. you do. Like, you're in like a, <laughs> of course a you silk, do. Silk robe with just like one boob. <laughs> yeah, it's like a nighty. Yeah. <laughs> just 
with no, house I'm slippers. Down with it. Fucking bathtub whiskey or yeah. whatever. Yeah. No. I'm going. I'm going. I'm a fuck Buscemi. I'm going to kill Tony yeah, Soprano. Yeah. And I also feel like Buscemi will pay for your lifestyle. Like if you were his mistress, like it, that's what he did. Didn't yeah. He? he just like yeah, yeah. bought a house for her and was just like, here's your mansion. Yep. You know, so. Love it. Right. Love to see it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Well, that was a journey. Yeah. It Very was. random. We do have a new patron uh, that we need to shout out. Yes, 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 yes. We just recorded the video. Yeah, so that'll be coming your way soon. So we want to give a big thank you to Rachel Chopka um, or Chopka. 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 Rachel Chopka, thank you so much for joining us on Patreon. We are so happy to have you. Uh, you joined our soulmate tier. So Yay. we will be sending you um, all of your rewards soon. So be on the lookout for all of those. Uh, we do have some new Patreon content coming. We actually shot a uh, like a taste <laughs> test video today. So yes. I'm still drinking my regret from that video. <laughs> Same. So much regret. <laughs> and we uh, also have some other bonus content uh, coming up later this month. So look out for that and let us know if you have any suggestions for FMKs or Tainted Love Stories. Yeah. Well, thank you. And let's take five and we'll come back with stories. Sounds good. And we're back. All right, Cass, kick us off. Okay, I guess. (laughs) I guess I will. I guess I will. Uh, I met a guy on online dating in an area I was considering moving. We chatted for a few weeks before finally meeting up. This was during COVID, so we agreed to meet outside and go for a walk. He asked me to meet at his office. When I was almost there, he let me know he was going to meet me out front and just pull up front and we'd head out to hike a trail nearby. Our first outing went really well. He was funny, kind, and intelligent. The conversation just flowed naturally for about three hours. I gave him a ride back to his office and we agreed to meet up again the very next day and walk around a small touristy village nearby. We met out front of his office again. He explained that he had friends visiting and that he had lent them his car to drive uh, up to a nearby city for a couple days. We stopped to grab food and he'd reached for his wallet and realized that he didn't have it. He left it in his car. So I paid for lunch. It was another great day of conversation. He's the guy with all the explanations, right? Yeah, like, oh, like, reasonable dude. excuses. Yeah. yeah. You know? oh, friends in town, borrowed card, no big deal. Just pick mm-hmm. me up at work. It's fine. So, uh, oh, it was another great day of conversation. He was really open about his life and everything he'd gone through since his wife had passed. We met up again two days later. What? No, I was just oh, like, Ooh. you look very tense, Christina. I know. I'm like gripping your hand like super hard. <laughs> We met up again two days later. He still didn't have his car. So I drove and bought lunch again. And at some point in the day. Wait, I'm sorry. Pause. Wait, 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 wait. His car is his car in the shop. Is that what you said? No, no. He let him. He had friends in town. So he let borrow the car for a couple days. And his wallet was in the car. His his wallet was in the car. And he hasn't gotten his wallet from the car? No, this is just two days later. But still, so you just didn't have your wallet for for two two days? days? I mean, bullshit. Uh-uh. No, I'm, I'm calling bullshit like, too. Like nobody goes without their like debit card and ID for two days if they can, if they know where it is. I mean, his friends have it. They're out of town. Why mm-hmm. are you asking so many questions? I'm sorry. You're FedExing that back to me <laughs> immediately. At some point in the day, he wanted to share some 
pictures uh, uh, from his phone. It was a pretty low-grade model with a badly cracked screen. It just felt off that a professional who spends a great deal of time on his phone would not have him not have replaced it. That coupled with the car and the wallet left me with a bad feeling. Keegan, <laughs> yeah, don't that's worry. right. Listen, you better follow that gut, girl. <laughs> but we were really enjoying each other's company, so I agreed to have him visit me at my home out of state. No, you better we, put your fucking what? Nancy Drew hat on and fucking that? put together. You have given. All the clues that we need to solve this story. Amen. <laughs> Listen, Scooby Doo. Yeah, take that mask off. So one of those meddling kids. Like, <laughs> less, like the last thing. I'm not shaming anybody. Okay. Listen, we've all made questionable decisions in mm-hmm. our lives, mm-hmm. but I am saying, if your intuition is saying something feels weird, probably the last thing you should do is, is take him. that person. Into your, your home. Yeah. Yeah. So we were making plans by phone. After hanging up, I received a text from him explaining that he had suffered a major depression after his wife had died and had a friend stay with him who had robbed him of everything by selling everything of value in his house and emptying his bank account while he was out of town dealing with his wife's affairs. He was so devastated that he wound up losing his home and was now living in a shelter. I decided to do some digging. Wise. Ooh. and checked out his license to practice in the state he lived in for the past 20 years. Wait, what did he say he did? He didn't. Uh, she didn't share, but apparently okay. something that requires a, a license. license. Got mm-hmm. it. Um, there was no record of him being licensed in any way there. I checked the two other states he'd claimed that he had lived in, found nothing in them there. I then did a public record check on him and discovered that he had recently been released from prison for identity theft, fraud, and stalking. No! He also had multiple arrests for violating protection orders and harassment going back more than 15 years. He kept texting and calling me even after I told him to stop. No. I blocked him and am incredibly thankful that I didn't uh, ever... That he didn't ever know my last name or where I live. Oh, my God. (gasps) You guys know I talked to you about, you know, the situation that I'm in with, you know, with with somebody in my my family where I'm just like, (sighs) you have to Google just you have to just a quick cursory have to do it. You have to do it. And also you have to. We need to learn to trust ourselves, myself included. Yeah, 100 percent. I am queen of the benefit of the doubt like yep. in general in life like i love to give people like lots of chances you know and i like to think that just because you've made mistakes in your life doesn't mean that you're a bad person right like a hundred percent however mm-hmm. if you're like if your alarms are going off yeah. they're going off for a reason and just light googling just, just maybe like cursory google a light goog don't take them into your house <laughs> you know what i mean just this the title of this episode now is Light Goog. Light Goog. Just I don't even know how we would spell that. <laughs> Light Goog. You know, just it's brutal out there. Okay, so this is from Reddit. This person says that they don't have many bad date stories because they'd only been swiping for a few months before they met someone. Matched with a cute girl. She likes to climb, and we have a good chat. Great. Let's go and do some top rope and hang out. I guess if you say you like to climb. In your dating profile, I guess going climbing on a first date is yeah, fine. Yeah, but hell yeah. I'm really tired because that, that first date was talking about like a fucking three-hour hike first. <laughs> yeah. And now we're going climbing. You're like, why? <laughs> I like 
I like active stuff in general. Me too. Like I do. And I actually enjoy climbing. Yeah, me but too. I still wouldn't want to do it on a first date because it's not really an activity that you can like talk during, you Perfect. know. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know someone can <laughs> see. Oh, um, okay, also, sorry. I don't really want someone to see me like sweat like that because, mm. you know, I did a full face of makeup to go on this climb. <laughs> so I'm not. I gotta be trying. honest. I get all the guys when I'm sweaty. Oh. Hey, that didn't come up. Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we heard about your moves at the at the club last yeah. week. So <laughs> do what did s- I do? You banged your head against the, oh. <laughs> the stage. He can. Marie. Sorry, you brought it up. Keegan Marie, not on the podcast. I didn't. You did. Yes, you did. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh shit! Did I really? Yes. yes. <laughs> between us. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Between us and all the listeners. Oh shit. Okie dokie. Um, Is that already up? <laughs> yep. The episode's called Sloppy Nights. Yeah, uh, you can feel free to. <laughs> you were hungover. Like, like and subscribe. In your defense, <laughs> you were hungover. Might so be I why. should listen to our podcast. <laughs> I gotta pay attention to what I say on here. <laughs> That's oh hilarious. God, what is wrong okay, with me? I don't know. Okay, so they agree <sighs> to do some top rope and hang out. But she doesn't have a car. So I pick her up. 30 minutes off route. 30 minutes, not 45. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not thrilled, but whatever. Meet her, and well, it's not her. Or it is her from the profile, but maybe like from five to eight years ago. Mm. I'm tempted to call it off, but I'm too much of a softy. And she says she's made cookies. I love cookies. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You had yeah. me at cookies. Right. You're going to go do something you love. You got cookies. Yeah. We uh, head off to a small local cliff. Oh. A cliff on a first oh. day. Oh, I thought we were going to do this like Indoor. an indoors climbing okay. wall. Right. right. I don't trust you enough to be cliff. Danger, no. Will Robinson. No, yeah. no, no. We arrive, walk the 10-minute approach. The conversation was still fine, but I'm wary now. I resolve to just have a nice time and have some fun and just learn from the experience. She's perfectly nice, but I'm seeing red flags. At the crag, crag? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the crag, she says she borrowed her friend's shoes and isn't sure they'll fit. Oh. This was on your dating profile that you liked um, to climb. Right. right? Yeah. Um, same with the harness. Uh-oh. Ooh. Well, they do fit. Yay. So I rig the anchor and we start climbing on this nice 5.6 easy for a warm up. No idea what that means. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> hard. I'm going to just go out and say. Did you find this on a climbing website? <laughs> yeah. 5.6. Ask climbers. Yeah. <laughs> Reddit. Reddit thread apt climber. I mean, I'm I'm thinking, I don't know anything about climbing, but I'm thinking like a solid three might be more my speed, mm. you know? Like yeah. A, uh, except that she can't climb. Fine, okay, whatever. We're still chatting, but she works on the off-ground move and she just bursts into tears. <gasps> oh. Turns out it's her sister's dating profile. <gasps> oh no. That's why it doesn't look like her. Oh, and, dang. and that's who she borrowed the stuff from. <clears throat> and that her husband doesn't know she's on dating. Spoiler alert. Dang. I find all of this out amid tears, and so does everyone else <gasps> there. Oh, <laughs> wow. Overhear it. <laughs> Some very awkward talk therapy later, I drop her back at her house. Is it her house? Is it her neighbor's house so her, hus- so her husband doesn't see? And <gasps> and she leaves me with the cookies as an apology. Well, what? they were store-bought. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. 
Light light wow. Wow. pants on fire. <laughs> wow. I hope she took store bought cookies. I hope she took those big like loft house cookies and put them in like yes. a Tupperware. It's Tupperware. Like, like she I made them. And you're <laughs> like, no, they sure taste you like sure didn't. Chips Ahoy. It tastes like Costco. <laughs> Chips oh. Ahoy. My God. <laughs> is this a soft batch? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're pretty perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. I got mine from Reddit. <laughs> she says, my worst date was actually my best date. Okay. Started talking to this cute guy on an app. Found out we had a lot in common. And I also noticed he was using British slang. For instance, I'm I'm American, but like he would use the O-U-R oh, on okay. stuff. All right. Yeah, that's how I spoke. Or like yeah. or like Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is kind of a turn on for me, so I was super excited about this. We met up at a bar a couple days later, pretty much talked for hours while barely even ordering anything. We just clicked instantly. Ended up taking him back to my place to drink and hang out. We just had like a really good time. Apparently, his family is really prominent in the UK, and he came to America to get involved in the music and fashion scenes. Big, big, yeah, big. I don't. Big. <laughs> I was just enamored for him and we drank and talked and played pool till like 4 a.m. on a work night. Ooh, Ended up coming in to work the next day. Dude, when Eric and I first started talking, yeah, there no, was I one night this. we stayed oh, yeah. up till 5 a.m. Talking. talking. I get I it completely. That's the beginning of a relationship for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah like you're stay up all night talking. Oh, yeah. You can't get enough. Ended up cuddling in my bed to some Netflix, passed out for a few hours, and he Ubered home while I went to work. Honestly, by far the best date I've ever had. So at work, I decided to see if I could find out who he is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did some research. Uh-huh. Did the light goog. I like goog. Light, light goog. goog. Yeah. Did a light goog. Found out his <laughs> real full name via a tat. I remembered seeing. No. That's more than a light goog. Yes. That is some deep dive FBI shit right there. Damn. Wow. She was She's like, like no priors. CCTV this shit. <laughs> zooming in. Zoom in. <laughs> oh my God. Pretty quickly found a local news article. Oy. He was a sex offender. Oh. Who was released from jail a week before our date. And the music fashion stuff was all a lie. A week before. And he wasn't British. He fakes an accent as part Stop of it. his MO. No. <laughs> Stop. No. There no. Are so many things. No. I. Oh. No. I mean, one. Okay. First of all, most burning question in my mind. How specific was that tattoo? <laughs> What was the tattoo? I know. I well, it said a name know. on the tattoo. It's oh, so been, yeah, I think it was like maybe could have been his last name or something like oh. a, or, or a family like even name, a relative or something or something. Wow, but, yeah. damn! Oh, what a bummer! Faked a British accent. That's all good. night. I feel like there, like yeah. there is something wrong with your brain if you can do, if you can keep that up for an entire like right? extended period of time without slipping. Mm. That's. Wow. Very Im- impressive and also terrifying. Wow. So we wow. had three catfishes. Yeah, pretty much. Three All of these stories. dates yeah. could have been avoided with a Google search yeah, beforehand. 100%. I guess they're not, <laughs> Just a guess they're not necessarily a catfish, but kind of. Like you're not yeah. honest about who you yeah. are. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. yeah. I love wow. the theme. Oh, me too. Wow. <laughs> 
I don't even know if we can do a tainted love story. Yeah, like, well, I feel like this it. has already been the most wild ride. Like, <laughs> the, the first time in the history of my worst day, we're just going to call it oh, a night. All right. So I got a lot of my information from a Dateline episode um, uh, originally aired in 2009 called Dangerous Liaison. Um, and I already art- love it. I was about to say, I think I've seen this one. Oh, you no, know no, what? I, they, uh, I think they re-released the podcast. I think that's I the one. I forgot that I had even listened to it because I didn't find it through Dateline. I found it someplace else. Um, because I'm Sporty Spice, of course, uh-huh. you know, I'm always going to go, well, okay. So the story is, it was like hard for me to figure out what I wanted to do this week. So I was like, I found one that was really good. And then I was like, I don't want to do another like old timey, crimey type of thing. Gotcha. Sometimes you're right? in the mood for that and sometimes you're not. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I, I want something fresher and feels a little bit more this century. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So um, I also got uh, information from an ABC News article that I think actually was from a 2020 episode, which I didn't watch. Um, the article was by Emily Whip. Uh, Denise Martinez Ramundo, Brooks Strangeland, um, and Lauren Efron. Wow, it's a it was a three-person article there. Four-person article. Oh, lots collapse. of research apparently that went into this. So this is a story that takes place outside of Chicago area. Nice. Um, happens in 2007, just outside of Chicago in Deerfield, Deerfield, Illinois. Um, a woman hears a. Uh, ruckus happening and she hears like a lot of noise she hears a woman scream she hears pop pop pops and she's like calls her upstairs neighbor because she's like i think that was my neighbor that was screaming so she calls up she leaves message she's like you know i heard some screams i just want to make sure you're okay please call me she's really concerned because her neighbor's pregnant and so she's she she's like kind of keeps an eye out right so she's like the right kind of nosy neighbor yeah Neighbor doesn't answer, so she calls nine one one, and she's that's like, a, "That's a good point you've made. Is like, listen, don't be in everybody's like business. business. Like, mind your business, but also, but also, don't but totally also. mind your business, right? Yeah. yeah, just just keep one ear open. Oh, right. you right. know me, I'm willing to get capital I involved if <laughs> yes, I hear some you, drama. We know you truly are. <laughs> you truly are. <laughs> you truly are. I'm all. I'm like." I want to be involved enough where I can kind of see it, but I don't want you to see me that I'm seeing. And if it gets real weird, I want to have my phone handy. Oh, yeah. I will I'm turn my yeah. audiobook off to listen oh, yeah. to some drama. Oh, I heard some people yelling oh, yeah. last night. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what? You're like, pause. A hundred. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Pop sure, out that earbud. Right? You're like, mm-hmm. wait, what? Like, I'm not a Christina. Like, I'm not going to lean out the window right. and be like, I'm calling the call. Oh yeah, no, I am. I like I said, capital I involved. Like you thought it was just drama between you. I'm like, I'm in this. I see you. I see. I see see what's happening. It's a menage situation. Now I'm in it. Yeah, your noise has alerted me, and now I am involved in this. Now I have to be involved in this. No one's gonna be happy now. (laughs) Hope you're happy with yourself. (laughs) If I can't be happy, you can't be happy. No one is. No one's happy. (laughs) All right. So um, they call the police and uh, the police arrive and to Ronnie Ryder's house. Ronnie Ryder is a lovely 41-year-old woman who is uh, seven months pregnant. And they find her laying on her kitchen floor and she has been shot multiple times. Two of the shots are directly to her belly. Oh, so no. somebody very much has 
tr- targeted her. Like this is not just like somebody tried to come in and rob the place. This is obviously like very motivated by yeah. something, right? I know I've listened to this, but this is not sounding familiar. Good. So far. So yes. I'm telling it in a maybe different way. Awesome. Okay. So Ronnie Ryder, like I said, she's 41 years old. She's seven months pregnant. She has been dating for the past like almost two decades, Sean Gale. Sean Gale is a huge name in Chicago. He was part of the 1985 Super Bowl winning Bears. He is part of the team. He is he is a um, he was a safety um, for the in the defense uh, for the for the you know, big team like this is, you know, yeah. so Super Bowl 85. I mean, you're talking about Super Bowl shuffle. This is this is like peak like NFL peak NFL. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like and the bear, the bears, the I bears, mean, this yeah. is the bears. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, this is we're talking like real royalty in Chicago. This is somebody and Chicago, I feel like is a sports city. Too, oh, you know, yeah. Like there are some cities that you're just like, yeah, that city is about sports. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boston. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like Boston, Chicago, I think Cleveland, you know, like those are real like sports cities. Chicago is definitely a sports city. Mm-hmm. And of course, a team that took them to the Super Bowl. I mean, you're talking about like this is their big deal. Yeah. And so they do a lot of like events and stuff. But he and Ronnie had been dating forever. So he and Sean, Sean, uh, I'm sorry, Sean and Ronnie had, not Shawnee, two different people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's their joint Facebook account. (laughs) Exactly. They, yeah, they may have had a joint Facebook account, but they did not (laughs) live jointly. They lived definitely separately. They both had their own places. Um, They, you know, for as long as they'd been together, they hadn't gotten married. Um, But this has just been a long-term relationship that's been going on for a really long time. Um, and Ronnie was absolutely in love and completely devoted to Sean and Sean seemed very devoted to her in, in most ways. I mean, everywhere they went, the the pictures together, they were always the step and repeat together. This is his his number one girl, you know, he's taking her everywhere, but they definitely do live separate lives. And, you know, as much as he's like Mr. Famous man of the about town, She's, you know, working two jobs. She works for um, a restaurant com- uh, business and she's also working at Macy's, um, you know, two two jobs. Interesting. So yeah. even though they've been together for, you said, like almost two decades. Yeah. Like, so he's, she's not a traditional, quote unquote, like sports wife. Like a. Uh, no, yeah. not even a wife. Well, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like girlfriend of like a, a yeah. famous football player. That's right. They're usually kind of like it kept seems- in a lot of ways. It yeah, seems that not. they very much had their own separate Interesting. like accounts, like separate, like I don't want to say separate lives because they definitely were a couple. I mean, this is somebody like sh- her family knew him, her, I mean, they were together for literally since they were like in their early twenties, right, like right after they graduated high- college, like intertwined in the way that you would normally see like right. a lot of relationships that are together that long. It could for be like sure. Dolly Parton and her husband, but they you live know what I together. mean? They do live together, yeah. but like he has no interest in doing like yeah, any absolutely. kind of red carpet yeah. or interviews. But she or does do all like the red that. carpet with him and she is like his step and repeat girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like she's been, it's just, yeah, it's interesting to me because I feel yeah. like there's this stereotype about, um, wives and girlfriends. I mean, yes. there's like there's like basketball wives, right? Yeah. Like there's all these stereotypes about like wives and girlfriends of professional athletes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like she fits into that stereotype necessarily. Definitely right? not. Okay, yeah. not like 
didn't go for after his money clearly i mean she was working two jobs she worked at macy's because she really was into fashion and that was kind of her thing so i mean it was like literally like just super into it right so um they uh they had recently found out she had recently found out that she was pregnant. She was, it was like, she's 41 years old. This is, you know, 20 years almost with this guy. Yeah. And she's 41 years old and just finds out she's pregnant. She's thrilled. And at first, I mean, Sean kind of is like, "Eh, I don't know about this. Like this is, he's like consummate bachelor. He's living truly a bachelor life because, you know, as much as he has a full-time girlfriend that he's been with Mm -hmm. for that long, have to live with you live with her right. and he can really do whatever want he wants and he had been doing whatever he wants for the past 20 years i'm, I'm getting commitment phobe from this guy <laughs> yeah yeah well at least commitment to a one person phobe uh, <laughs> <laughs> because <Touché. laughs> he definitely committed to a lot of people in the bedroom it turns out um sean was quite the ladies man and had quite the list of women um, that he, I mean, I don't even want to use this word because it's kind of gross, but he really had like a stable of women. Like he really had so many people like this. Was it like the same women that he kept like on rotation? Yeah. Like he kept on a rotation. Like he, so not all these women kind of knew about each other. Yeah, and it seems as though if, if Ronnie knew, I'm sure she had she, to. Have. It seems that she didn't know. And here's why it makes me, th- I think that um, there was a woman that uh, Sean started seeing by the name of Monica Karowska. Um Monica was a beautiful Polish woman who was like 25 years old and he was like in his 40s, right? Oh, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Weird. We never have seen that before. No, no, I know. It's a very <laughs> rare thing. Yeah, um, right. Beautiful. She's Polish, blonde, you know, just gorgeous fitness model, like just beautiful, right? Peak condition. And they had been seeing each other, not exclusively, obviously, right. but they'd been seeing each other for about nine months. And one night she got done early with her day and decided she was going to pop by Sean's house and, you know, to see him. And she did pop by and she walked up and saw that there was another woman in the house. So she knocked politely on the door and they ran upstairs and she's like, well, that's not what you do when subtle <laughs> yeah run upstairs that'll solve it it's so like a horror movie she explains that she was so upset she had never been cheated on in her life she can't fathom the idea so she um broke the window with her hand um <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hulk smash <laughs> she, she was quite upset um yeah. yeah so that ended the relationship with her but then all of a sudden all the women that Sean had been seeing start getting letters. Oh, nothing ever good happens from a letter. These letters come these days, not these days with very broken English, basically stating, you think you're the only one who's seen Sean. Here's a list of 18 women who have also been seen. Sean. 18. Damn. So, 
It's a literal list of the women he he's been seeing and has been. Oh, in she his did rotation. her homework. She did her homework. Ronnie got one of those letters, but more importantly, Ronnie's mother got one of these letters. Oh, smart. Ronnie's mom's like, excuse mm-hmm. me, no, not my Ronnie, not my little Ron Ron. No. Mm-mm. And Ronnie's mom was like, "Please don't call her Ron Ron." <laughs> <laughs> I think Ronnie's such a cute name. I for think it's a fucking girl. amazing. Not the father of my grandchild. Yeah, yeah. And so Ronnie's mom was like, "Excuse me, sir," and he was like, "Oh my god, that is not true. This woman is a completely like she is after me. She's been stalking me. Don't worry about it, ladies. Don't worry about it, Ronnie." Don't I feel worry like about Ronnie's it. Mom Ronnie's mom is giving mom. him all the side eye right now. But Ronnie's they, mom. But they've been together for 20 years. And this woman is just a crazed fan who just happens to be just really, really in love with him. So mm. it has to be that. And so Ronnie is like, or uh, Sean's like, forget it. I am taking her. To- in fact, I'm so mad about this. And this is how much of a crazed fan she is that I'm going to go to the court and get a protection order against her. And he does. He goes to the court because he's like, okay, lady, you broke your, broke my window. You are now sending letters to all these people. Well, I mean, that is fair. Like she did destroy your property. I mean, yeah, there's reasons for it. Right. Well, at the same time, another woman on the list gets a letter. Her name's Marnie young. Sorry. Marnie Yang. Marnie Yang is like a wannabe fitness model. She's kind of got her hands in multiple bags, too. She's also been seeing Sean for quite some time. They had met at one of the conventions that uh, Sean was at where he was with like one of the Bears promotional things or whatever, signing footballs and whatnot and sense, right? And she happened to also be in real estate. So they had met up because he'd wanted to do some real estate deals um, while his girlfriend, who's pregnant, is working two jobs, he wants to just throw some money into and real dude, estate. Don't even get me started but, on that. I'm sorry. <clears throat> like, if your girlfriend of 20 years, who is 41, is pregnant and she's working two jobs, I do kind of have an issue with that. You think? Well, and you have all of this expendable income that you're right. going to throw mm-hmm. into the business of Marnie. someone else? Another yeah. woman? No, I'm sorry. Like, with yeah. probably not, probably without consulting. Ronnie, I'm well, certain. of course. Why would he? He doesn't need to consult. Why her. would They're you not consult married? your your partner of twenty years? They're not married. They don't even share a house. Okay, but also at this point, I'd be like, I'd be like, Ronnie obviously can like hold her fucking shit down. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, and it's like take the best thing about that relationship yep. with home dude and be like, boy, Deuces. bye. Yeah, yeah. Legit, you know what I mean. I got, th- I've got this. I've got this yeah. on my own. I've had this on my own for twenty years. And I'm going to have this, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's part of be it, like, too. Yeah, we we shouldn't, you know, Ronnie has agency. Yeah, that's exactly absolutely. right. She's, and it seems like she did. Know. She was very much like, listen, she was not expecting to get pregnant. I mean, at 41 years old, she was like, this was a complete surprise. But right. for her, she's like, I'm keeping this baby. Yeah. This is like, this is my, you know. Right. I am so happy to be in this place. I mean, she was so excited to be pregnant. She bought like a bracelet like an emergency like she's an older woman so she bought like an emergency medical bracelet just in case anything happened to her that they knew that she was pregnant you know like she was she was really this is like her chance right yeah so 
this, you know, it just sucks. It makes me so sad. It's, it's terrible. I mean, so the thing of it is, is like, like I was saying, this murder that happens for Ronnie, like Ronnie doesn't have enemies, right? Uh, So the police are like, first of all, the first and foremost, they, they're trying to find out who Ronnie is right away. And one of the things that they found in her purse was this letter written to her with all these women on it. And so they immediately are like, oh, her boyfriend is Sean Gale. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean Gale is like, like I said, a player, Ch- Chicago royalty. So he gets a call from like one of his people's people that he knows in the media. And so he calls the police department and it's recorded because he's like, hey, I just got told that I'm a suspect in something. He's like, I don't know what's going on. He's like, I heard there was something happening in Deerfield. That's where my girlfriend lives. He's like, does this have something to do with Ronnie? Is she okay? The police are like, no, Ronnie is not okay. And she, you know, he's like, I'm headed to her house right now. And he's, they were like, do not go to her house. Come to the police station. You know, we want to talk to you. And he's just like, is there something wrong? You know? And they were like, yeah, she's not okay. She's dead. And he just like breaks down on the phone. Like he is definitely like crying. Like he is upset. Right. But of course the police are like, "Mm, okay, you're crying now, but let's see. Right. Yeah. I mean the murder, the astronomical percentage of murders of pregnant women when it's like the father. Yeah. Especially when the father is kind of maybe not really going to be that. Yeah. It does. It absolutely makes sense for the police to be like, yeah, yo, we need to speak with you immediately. It's not sooner. The statistics around murder for pregnant women is devastating. Yeah. high. Like if you, if Mm -hmm. you, Look at those statistics. It is deeply upsetting. Yeah. So. God. So they are, of course, suspicious, right? Because why wouldn't you Mm -hmm. be? This is the this is the boyfriend of, you know, this woman. She's pregnant. They don't live together. There's lots of questions. Right. And, you know, of course, we're not sure how happy he was that he was having a baby. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But they do search Gail's home. So they're like, you know we're, we're going to want to take a little look-see at your place, right? Yeah. And they do find that actually Gail had actually been, you know, buying baby stuff as well. Like he even had a baby naming book that he'd been, you know, so he was, it seemed as though, he, not that he was taking a corn, like a turn, but it does seem that he was accepting that he was going to be a father and, and like somewhat excited about it. Like yeah. that he was like, you know, I don't know that it meant that they were going to get married, but I do know that he was like preparing himself for, this next role in his life, right? Okay. So um, they do a search of Gail's house and it, fi- it they turned out, turned up, you know, a few things. But one of the first things that Gail said was like, hey, you guys might want to take a little look-see at Monica Karowska. She is somebody that I had to file a restraining order against. This woman is very much been like coming after me, has been sending these letters to you know, women that I know or had been with or whatever, like, and, Mm -hmm. you know, there's this list of like 18 women who also could possibly, yeah, no, that's true. So all of those women are actually possibly going to be a suspect too. Oh, Lord. Um, So of course they're, you know, they talk to her. She's like, I was, you know, I actually had an appointment that morning. It, It wasn't me. I was with my, I had a, you know, she's a 
trainer. Yeah. She was like, I was training a client. I was with him all morning. The guy corroborates the story, but they were like, mm, okay, they corroborate it. But I mean, we don't know how close they are and this could I be mean, a listen, lie. Like her breaking his window out of line completely. Right. Like you should never, we talked about this on yeah. the last episode. Don't love it. Do not be breaking people's like property. No. Her writing letters to all those women. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm actually not mad at that because I'm just no. kind of like, why yeah, shouldn't no, she, you? Like she was misled, and she was she was hurt, and she's like, I wonder if these people are, are misled also too. misled. I feel like and it's like, the I'm same give thing. You the information. People do that all the time when they find out, you know, stuff, and then they go on Facebook and they Facebook mm-hmm. message someone else. And I don't, I don't know that it's always going to work this guy out. Brought well you for a coffee you. pot. As well? <laughs> <laughs> I, I it doesn't. It, it's not necessarily going to work out well for you, right? Like, right. However, I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with telling them. Like, yeah. I don't think yeah. there's any, so I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think him trying to, yes. Okay. Breaking of the window. Very bad. But besides that, it's him trying to paint her as being like unhinged is maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the story, maybe she did it. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but I, I don't like the idea of just like, she's unhinged because she reached out to my 19 other women. You know? Right. Like, <laughs> right. Bitch, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, no, you deserve that motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I and it seemed as though there was like it seemed though that there was also some other things that made them feel like they were being harassed. Like things that were like happening kind of under the radar as well. I don't know the the extent, levels of the sure. extent of all of the things. Sure, sure. Um but when they did a search of of Sean's house, they found his computer, they went through his computer and they realized that his computer had been hacked. And so they were like well, this is really weird. It looks like your emails have been hacked and that like people are like, somebody's been like looking through your emails and going through your stuff. And it looks like it's this Marnie Yang who mm-hmm. is on, on this list. This is somebody else you've been dating. Yes. See, now that's an example of something that's inappropriate. Totally. <laughs> I mean, now there that you go. talk about like, it, like, you know, that does feel that maybe don't hack into people's private computers. Right. Like, that's not chill. Marnie. Yeah. No. Yeah. Marnie. Marnie. Not chill. Sweetie. <laughs> So they, Marnie Yang is, like I said, she's this, uh, the real estate agent. They'd been making, you know, working on some deals together and stuff, but they definitely had started having a sexual relationship. And it seems as though like to her friends, she had been telling them like, oh yeah, I'm seeing Sean Gale. Like this is my boyfriend. And when the police asked her about it, they were like, no, I mean like not like he's not my boyfriend. Like, Mm. I, you know, I just see him and whatever sometimes but we just be seeing each other but we're not like you know serious i mean i've and, seen him but i don't but know him I don't know him <laughs> <You know? laughs> but they did know each other in a biblical sense and <laughs> quite often and um but and they were like that's weird because you're literally why are you researching house emails and so they they start to get suspicious of yang and they're like okay let's do i mean we can't get a warrant there's nothing really to go off of other than this is just weird and so they do a little free search of her trash bins because it's on the curb it's not hers yeah any longer public yeah it's public property so they do a little searchy search of her trash bins and in the trash bins they find um some receipts uh literal receipts i bet they do yeah they did literal and metaphorical receipts let me tell you i would love it's gross 
Yeah, but I would love to. to go through someone's trash. Oh, because God. The stuff you <laughs> could <Not> learn. <laughs> I, I just, I really, I want to snoop because I'm just like. Like, do I, I get gloves? Mine oh, is, yeah. Gloves mine is all just the way. that old salad box that I bought at the beginning of the <laughs> yeah. week thinking I was going to have salads. And then. It's just it. all yeah. the lettuce that <laughs> turned brown and mushy yeah. in your crisper drawer oh, yeah. that you yeah. bought three months ago. Yeah. And then you ordered takeout for like six days in a row. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I've had that salad. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. learn a lot about people. Yeah. What, well, they, they did. Um, they found that in her disgusting trash bags, she had also, um, you know, through the receipts, they found that she had bought um, some background checks on mm, everyone that he had been dating. How much money did she spend on that? That's a lot of people. No, but she I did. mean, you can get a subscription for like 25 bucks a month where you get Christina like unlimited. Well, I know because I did it while I was dating. Oh. I subscribed to a site where I could put someone's name in to see if there were any like any mm. jail time, court time, anything like that. Smart and just girl. put their, yes. their name in because I'm like 25 bucks a month is yeah. worth it for me to spend. And this is not a light Google. This is a subscription. This right. is a full Google. This is a full Google. <laughs> yeah, they have your credit card information. It's yeah. Exactly. So yeah, no, no. It's, it's it's as cheap as 25 bucks a month. So yeah, there, there you go. go. All right. Well, all right. Well, she did a full background check on all of the guy, all of the people that she had or that Sean had been seeing. Right. Right. So they are like, hmm, interesting. They also found a receipt <laughs> huh. for a book on how to make silencer. Oh. You bought a book? You bought... No, she bought two. Oh. Two books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> two editions. Oh. Two um, editions and of a, she like also, a paperback. She also had a Home Depot receipt in which she had purchased the items in which to make a silencer. Oh, Marnie. So they're like, you Marnie. know what? We should probably talk to her at the police station. <laughs> Go ahead and come on in, Marnie. Let's get have a, have a little chat little chatsy chat and she's like oh the silencer book that's so funny yeah actually i got that for my kids because my kid has a wait my kid has a science fair or like a project coming up and it's about (laughs) noise step you know deafening and she's like i'm sorry imagine you're a teacher and your student comes in with that science fair project bitch i put a seed in a cup for a science (laughs) fair project that's that's what i'm like (laughs) styrofoam cup like no, like so at the school. police were like, wow, that's funny because school doesn't start for another what, like three to four weeks. And she's like, well, you just, you know, you got to think ahead. <laughs> Swear to God, this is videotaped that is the and worst. recorded. And then she was like, well, actually, actually, I actually got the books. It was gag gift. I got it for my friend. I'd gotten him t- dinner tickets to a theater and in a dinner and and this book it was a gag gift book wait sorry it, what i'm sorry you can't just change your story like was it a science fair project or well, was it gag gift also it was a ga- it was gag gift i love it when people think that they can come up with an excuse or like outsmart the cops it's like of, of course i love it because then we get to solve crimes because yeah. they're all like so so stupid but <laughs> what about like I'm going to talk to my lawyer because your lawyer is a smarter person that can think of a better excuse like for it. those silencer I mean, books. But I'm just also, like everybody always thinks that they, <laughs> they, they can do. make a, an excuse or out talk or outsmart the cops on these why things. Why do like, these dumb. people also always like, why does it always feel like they're coming up with an excuse on the fly? Yes. It's like, 
motherfucker, you didn't think like, you know what? Maybe before I commit this criminal act, I'll mm-hmm. come up with my excuses before Why do then I have in books case on silencers. Like, Why no- don't I go to the store or the I don't know, library, take pictures of the book, not rent it. Not put money well, on it. Well, now we're just giving tips to criminals. Cassie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Shit, sorry. I take that back. It's a bad idea. They can track that. I'm just saying, clearly, none of these people are us because, like, we we would have T to B, like, had all the scenarios figured I out. No, dude, what are watch you doing? a fucking Dateline episode. Just Martin. listen, just one date. On. This, this, well, this, 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 <laughs> this, this is one. This is Dateline. This this specific one. Yeah. All right. So what not to do <laughs> what not to do by Marnie Yang. Yang. <laughs> Marnie Yang. Um, so, but they still like the prosecutors are like, that's not enough evidence. Just knowing that she had a book on silencer and had bought stuff to for a silencer doesn't mean anything. She also had lots of guns, but the, this is like, they're not finding any nine millimeter bullet or, or guns or anything like that. And they are, though, able to eventually get a warrant to get into her house, um, her house and her mother's house, in which they find the mailing labels that match all those nice little flyers that apparently Monica was sending out was not Monica. So Sean Gale had gotten a restraining order against a woman who had done nothing other than accidentally break break window. window, She said it was an accident. She did apologize. But yeah, so, no, wait, wait, like, I'm put sorry. some respect on my name. She did. I'm not out here trying to fucking write letters or whatever. I broke Monica the window. Monica broke pit. the window. She Marnie did. did. No, Monica oh, did. Monica broke oh, the window. I thought Marnie had broken the window. Monica, Polish woman. Got it. Broken English. See, this is what happens when you have too many girlfriends. I am I, I'm true. so sorry. I cannot no. keep them straight. Monica is um she, Monica's living her life now. She's like, I was yeah, pissed in the moment, like, but I'm yeah. hot that, and 25. And- 100%. Yeah. Like, literally, they interview her, and that's ex- almost exactly. She's like, yeah, no, I was mad at the time. I It was really was an accident. She's like, I just literally got, I was very upset, and I just lashed out. I was knocking on the window. It went. I got too hard. I was very strong. She, mm-hmm, she's like, yeah. I'm I'm a trainer. I'm very yeah. spelt. <laughs> very, very strong. Yes. Yeah. Um, but but, but yeah, she was like, like, but literally she was like, and then I left and I, in my mind, okay. we've broken up. It's done. Yeah. So she's like literally having her name dragged in the mud because Marnie Yang has been writing all these letters, uh. but pretty much all, like because she's writing them in a very cryptic, like, or not cryptic, but like in a like broken English way. The way she was able to do all this is because she's literally been breaking into Sean's emails. So she sees she had seen oh. how she had written been writing had written emails in the past. She knows her writing style. She knows like everything. She's done background checks. That's so she knows everyone's so addresses. Like it's that, a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. Extra. It's so extra. So they find the mailing labels. So they quickly are like, you know we're pretty certain that this is, you know, the person who's been sending it. Right. So still the prosecutors are like, there's not really a smoking gun here. Literally. (laughs) There's no real evidence that she is attached to this murder. Mm -hmm. So the, the prosecutors are just like, have you looked through like everything? And she's like, you know, what was her story? She was at home with her son. She had spent the night before with Sean. She was with Sean the night before 
She had gone home. Marnie. Yeah. Marnie. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Monica gone. Yeah. Mona, she out. Mm-hmm. Marnie had spent the night with Sean the night before this murder happened. Her car had broke down. She had been, she, by the time she got home, her car broke down and she was stuck at home with her son. Her son had to stay home from school. So that was her alibi, right? Mm-hmm. So they were like, okay. So the you know, prosecutor or the, yeah, they're like, have, did you look to see if she had a rental car, anything like that? And they were like, well, her cell phone was at her house. It pinged off the towers in her neighborhood. She was there. So they were like, how else could she have done this? So they did. They had just recently gotten it, the ability to be able to search for uh, rental car vehicles and found that she had a rental car in her name that was dropped off at her good friend, Christy Passion's house. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, I, but this story has everything. Christy Passion. Christy Passions. It really feels like a lifetime movie. Christy name. Passion is not spelled that way, but it is. Very <laughs> it is in awesome. my head. It is. It is yeah. in my head. It is. It yeah. is now. It is now. <laughs> it's a Christy with an I, you know, yeah, it, and a K. T I. Yep. Oh, Yeah. Passion. Um, I would like to tell you what Christy does for a living. Yes. Just like one wild guy. Uh, sex therapist. So close. Not really, but still funny. <laughs> Not really, but still funny. I, I don't know. Is she um is she a physical therapist? She's a psychic. No. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Christy Passions. Passions. The psychic. <laughs> I love it. This story has everything. Uh, so Christy Passion has a car at her house. Um, and this little black Volkswagen rabbit, um, I, I forgot this is, is that a car? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you remember a rabbit? No. Yeah, I, I didn't do. know I that ha- they were still around. In, I didn't know they were still around in 2007. I thought this was I like had a- one like after I moved out here. Oh, I thought you had golf. No rabbit. Anyway, rabbit. They have, they found her rental agreement with enterprise. The car was dropped off at Christie's house. They um, they also found that on the rental receipt, there was a phone number that they hadn't um, noticed before. And they were like, hmm, that's interesting because we got Christie's or I'm sorry, we got Marnie's cell phone at her house. But there is a different phone number attached to this. So they checked that phone out and it was a um, what is that burner phone? It was a burner mm. phone that had been bought. Always suspicious. 100% oh, yeah. like 100% Marnie's, right? Who's who's buying burner phones for a legit a legitimate reason? reason? I don't Please, know. Please like no message one. us if there's like an actual legit reason to have a burner phone. Honestly, every time I see that, I'm like shady. Yeah, okay, no, I really, I really feel like if you, yep. Mm-hmm, I really feel mm-hmm. like if you have a burner phone, you should, if you go to buy one, you should be put on a registry immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. just like, we need to, we need a record of this. Yeah. Um, and speaking of nurse Jackie, that would have been another good one where you're like, why is she hot? She's terrible. Awful. Uh, Edie Falco's a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we said house earlier too. But yeah. Anyway. All right. So um, phone on the contract leads back to Marnie. There's only a couple phone calls made. One of those phone calls was made to Christy Passion um, at her workplace. And so her workplace just happens to record all the calls. So they do have a recording. Uh, Hello, this is Christy Passion whatever the workplace is called. And the caller is her good friend, Marnie. And Marnie says, want to go to dinner tonight? 
And Chrissy says, oh, oh, yeah. And Marnie's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And that was so there's a very cryptic, like, was there like a message there? The police or are like, code. is yeah. there a code? Like, what's going on? So they're like really starting to be like, the fuck is going on here? So they bring Christy in and they're like, listen, Miss Passion, <laughs> we got questions. What is my sign? <laughs> Can you read my birth chart? <laughs> tell me, tell me a little bit about myself. <laughs> You're a jack of diamonds. Oh my God, I knew it. All right, anyway, Christy is like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. My good friend Marnie would never do anything. That's so weird that you would mention or think that. And they're like, okay, but here's all the evidence that links the two of you. And she's like, wait, what? The two of us? I don't know what you're you talking about. You didn't see about. this coming, Christy? Christy yeah. did not. <laughs> Honey? You, you think yeah. she would have seen this in her yeah. stars. Well, she's not religious. She's spiritual. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> so Chrissy is very quickly like you know what guys I think I can help you out with this and so the police are like Chrissy turned on Marnie so fucking so fast no loyalty so fast so fast did you feel that breeze yeah that was my neck just got snapped I got whiplash yeah you did she wore a wire and they went to have dinner at their good old meeting place Denny's like you do And while wearing the wire over a moon's over my hammy, get that grand slam in. She did. And she got a full grand slam with a full confession in which Marnie decided that she was going to share all the details of everything that she did. You want to be mad? The people in her, the complex where Ronnie was murdered said that they saw somebody running away Dark skin, glasses. She did not. Yes, she did. No. Oh, no. She darkened her skin. No, she did blackface to commit crimes. Oh, no. Wore a cornrow wig. (gasps) No. And big sunglasses. Yes, she did. Whoa. You know what? I was was watching a, um, one of those body, uh, body language analyst videos with Jeffrey Dahmer in it. And, it was one of those interviews where he's just being like pretty straightforward about like all the fucking heinous shit he did. Mm -hmm. But when they ask him if his crimes were racially motivated, the way he's like, absolutely the fuck not. I'm like, you're willing to, and you're like, yes, I'm a fucking terrible person. I'm a piece of shit murderer, but But I'm I'm not not a racist. racist. (laughs) (laughs) And then you got Marnie. And then you got Marnie. 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 Come on, man. Like (laughs) Marnie. Well, Christy, wow. Christy also very quickly, not only did she, was she like, I'm going to wear a wire. I'm going to get you the goods. But she's like, let's take a little tour around the city because I also know where she dropped all the shit off. She was like, it was this dumpster and this dumpster. And then she was going to jump, get rid of her jumpsuit. And I said, don't put that in the trash. Why don't you go ahead and donate that? And here's the donation box that she dumped it. And I also remember going to go to this one place and dig up a place. And so she did. And so they went there with a little dee, 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 and found <laughs> in the ground one beautiful pearl bracelet that said pregnant. <gasps> oh, that was Ronnie's. Jesus, man. Yeah. So Marnie is now spending the rest of her unfortunate, shitty life in prison. As she should. As she yep. should. And has now 
decided that she wants to fight for her life again. She said it was all a joke that she made up that story. She knew she was being recorded the whole time. So now she is explained. A judge has allowed her stop it to has allowed her to. This was in 2019. Has allowed her to pursue the option of like trying to see if she can come up with. Basically, they're like, yeah, sure, you can try to come up with enough stuff to get yourself out of this, but it doesn't mean anything right now. It's just a matter of like. It's not like she's going to get paroled. It doesn't mean anything. It's just kind of more of a will allow you to pursue this. Ugh. Yeah. But worse. I don't think it's going to go much of anywhere. It seems as though they got it pretty locked up. They have a lot of evidence. And again, a confession. I mean, the most important update I think that you can give us is how much it costs to get a reading from Christy Passions. Yeah. Chicago, Illinois. Well, that I can't tell you. I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, you know, I, they didn't have an update on Sean Gale, except to say that like really after the, the trial and everything that he had basically said, this was like years after, like when they finally all came through the courts and everything. And his statement basically was like, you know, I should be celebrating three years of my daughter's life right now. Like it's just, you know, he, she robbed us of two amazingly beautiful people. And that's really yeah the the sh- the shame of it all right right yeah Awful. oh wow i had never heard any of that Me before I i've swear. not seen that dateline i thought i, I had definitely. listened to it i thought i had listened to it because it, i definitely saw it come up on my dateline dangerous liaisons yeah and i was like certain that yeah. i had listened to that one and you know so many of those are like love triangles or relationships yeah. oh yeah you know and so i thought for sure i'd heard that story i had not I had you know what's funny is I it showed that I'd listened to it. I didn't remember it. So mm, I don't know possible. if you do what I do, which is sometimes I'll be like working and just yes. kind of have it in my Playing. ear. Yes. Cleaning. Yeah. In yeah. my ears. Like and just kind of like not realizing that I'm not paying attention to both yeah, things anymore. For sure. <laughs> yep, yeah, for so. sure. Could have been. Ooh. Wow. Good one, though. Good one. Oof, that Ugh. is a classic tainted love. It in was the most, like traditional sense. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, was, I was pretty sure that was coming back around on Mr. Gale. So uh, you know what? I did too. Statistically, it, I would have been. Truly. Yeah. It, it's truly. A good bit. I thought Monica for a long time too. I mean, it was twisty. Well, that's mm-hmm. what happens when you have 18, 19. I mean, <laughs> honestly, you had 60 more suspects you know? here. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, well, what are you watching? You guys have got to watch The Curse of Von Dutch immediately. Oh, I will. Oh, on the list. I want to so much. Like, I I really feel like this is this is for you, Gen Z. Let me tell you, you want to bring back two thousands mm. millennium um, fashion mm. so Rucker bad, hats. but you don't know what it was like in these streets. It mm. was okay. <laughs> like the Von mm. Dutch situation was out of control. Oh, it burned hot and fast. Yeah, yeah, because it was ubiquitous for like two years everywhere yeah. everywhere. Everyone. Everywhere. everywhere everyone everyone people you did not expect like a-list celebrities are rocking yes. across all you had like paris hilton to tommy lee to yeah. like yeah. dennis rodman to everybody i mean it was everybody was wearing von dutch it was so prolific but the, the story behind it I literally no clue i'm so excited i had no clue none whatsoever yeah. Ooh, there are twists there are turns it's also just a well done well-paced, perfect 
amount of time documentary. It's it's in, it's out, it's great. I can't recommend it enough. It's very awesome. entertaining. I'm nice. Into I'm it. I'm into it. Um, well, I've been watching The Sopranos, which I feel like I've already talked about pretty extensively. So yeah, you will be probably for the next couple <sighs> weeks. Right? I will, yeah, because <laughs> we are we are on the deep dive. Um, but I <laughs> I read something. Ooh. Okay, dokie. Was it spicy? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. It was, but you don't want to read it. Okay. Oh. Um, it's called Verity. And it was like it's a psychological thriller. Oh. Uh-huh. But it is an erotic psychological thriller. Like when mm. I tell you don't tell that me like, what I do and don't want to read. The <laughs> depa- well, okay, but this book is fucked up and it has like stuck with me in the worst way. And like I've read a lot of like psychological thrillers and it's not the best one I've ever read. Um they are making a movie which I'm interested about that. Mm-hmm. But the these sex scenes are so graphic. Okay. Like they're graphic. That part is fine. That part's not a big deal, but there it's you say. <laughs> but there's also like just just there's like there's a, there's abuse in it that is just like not good. It's just it's if you want to go on a a wild a, a wild ride, if you yeah. want to go on a wild ride, then by all means, like go for it. Okay. Um, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. See how you feel. I, it kept me going because I was just like, yeah, you want to know what happens next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the protagonist kind of got on my nerves and like, man, mm. it's dark. Okay. Like, it is dark. Okay. All right. So there you go. Okay. I actually am a little interested now. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it is, I would say it is the most erotic psychological thriller I've ever read. Like mm. the sex scenes are like, they are not here to play okay with the descriptions of oh, what is happening <laughs> jesus okay oh yeah. i just got hot. i know yeah i mean spicy let me, let me tell you here. they're like she bites she gets okay okay she gets eaten out so good she leaves teeth marks in the headboard oh oh so okay there you go. Do with that what you will, listeners. <laughs> Verity. Okay. okay. As, as recommended right. by Keegan. I don't put don't you put my name on this. <laughs> don't you dare. Um Verity by Christy Passion. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, wow. I um I have a hot take. Uh I watched Red Notice. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and my hot take is I didn't hate it. That um, is a hot take. You I know. Love, you love like a, um, I do. a an action movie. I love I, not thinking. Know. Yeah. I love um I love <laughs> being entertained. Yeah. Um and I was. And I didn't mean know. to say yeah like that. Like that sounded like I was like, yeah, you love not thinking. That's not <laughs> always <laughs> <that>. like <laughs> Oh yeah, that sounds very you. No, but at no, the same just, time it's uh, like you you yeah. watch like movies that are like Oscar contenders and go into that, but yeah. you're not of any you're the type of person that's going to watch Red Notice and not like think, yeah. oh, this is going to be up for an Oscar or whatever. Yeah. You're yeah. able to appreciate a movie for the lane that it's in. Exactly. It's Instead the same of trying way, to put them all in the same exactly. lane. Exactly. It's the same way that like I can enjoy like a cheeseball romantic comedy. And I, yeah. I, I know that I'm watching a cheeseball romantic comedy yeah. and like right. that's what I'm watching. And I'm here to enjoy that. Yeah. It's Boss rom- Baby yeah. is not Sophie's Choice. No. Two different movies. You can enjoy it. You're allowed to. Yeah. yeah. You know and what you know I think is underrated? enjoying not allowing people to enjoy what they like yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah yeah and i listen i love i did i think it was the best movie ever made do i even think it was the best movie in that genre not even close 
but I, did I find it enjoyable? Did I go into it thinking, oh, this is going to be anything more than what it was, which was just an enjoyable movie? Like, I literally am like, when people are like, oh, it's awful. I'm like, what did you think? Right. I literally want to know. Like, what did you go in you thinking think? you were going to watch The Departed? And then you were R- like, that hundred percent. It's not that. Of yeah. course it's not. No, it's it's not. Yeah, yeah. it's just like light. Yeah. And, yeah. It's campy. It's got fucking Ryan Reynolds in it. Oh, well, Hey. Yeah. You know it's going to be just a little campy. It's Ryan Reynolds and um, The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson. I mean, like, you are you got what you paid for. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it was good for what it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel the need to to diagnose it for more than just being just a... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, if you guys have something that we should watch or read, or if you have stories, please send those <laughs> holiday stories our way. Go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's mywarstatepodcast.com, and we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.